Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's a Saturday morning. It's Sam and Greg. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a happy holiday weekend to you beautiful people in Lilburn. In Lilburn? Lil- I didn't say it like that. Just Lilburn. Okay, Lilburn. Lilburn. Yeah. Sometimes you put that extra thing on there, like Lafayette okay. and all yeah, that no, stuff. No, no, no. Lilburn, everybody's cool at it, Lilburn. You sure about that? They are. Okay. Absolutely. Well, good morning to you folks in Lilburn. Yeah. And, 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 man, I'm just telling you, I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. First of all, let me just right off the top, we got you, you, you guys have to deal with us for three days. So yeah, holiday you weekend. You're stuck with us. Sam, Sam and I are here today, 6 to 10. Tomorrow, 6 to 10. And Monday morning, 6 to 10. Yep. So we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of guests. We got things going on. And, and we talked about this yesterday, or last week. We sometimes have the privilege of discussing a sports story first because it pops like right during our show or late Saturday. So we get the first ones to comment on it. But most times, a lot of times, we're the last ones. Yeah. So the last final Super Bowl take will happen during the show because <laughs> we ain't had a chance to, you know, say say what we wanted to say about it. So and just that and, and everything surrounding the teams and, and the obvious conversation that happened in Kansas City, but also San Francisco, maybe a little bit of Falcons thrown in in there, and it's just 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 lots of news. Well, they changed some things up at the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean the the the, the uh, you know with the. Um, all, all the coaching staff was there this week. Yeah. You know, you know, Raheem Morris had the coaches. I hopefully get to hear from some of them today uh, during, the, during the course of our, our program. But also the, the layout, they're doing upgrades to the facility. So they moved everybody out into the barn, the outdoor, outdoor practice <laughs> right, facility, right. right? They've cut it in half. So for 50 yards, it's football. Right. But for 50 yards, they put the weight room, they put the dining hall, they put the uh, equipment room. Mm-hmm. They, they put all that, they they put all that out there temporarily. Yeah. While they work on the work on the and so, so. it's nice that they have the ability to do that. Yeah. In some places you can't. <laughs> but you guys, man, listen. It, I don't know how many more checks Arthur Blank can write around this city, but he whatever is needed, he provides. We're gonna find team. out about something he's involved with later on today. Okay. On our show. That's right. It's a nice little tease. How about that? Got a nice little tease going on. All right. We um now you reminded me of something else. I was thinking about having to do by the way have you i i discovered parts of the city i hadn't been around Uh-oh. in a while You've and just the growth of it in the areas around there like i hadn't been down around uh my old stomping ground north Druid hills in in, in 85 mm-hmm. in a minute mm-hmm. and seen all the stuff that's popped up with the hospital stuff and all that oh, and yeah. then went down uh, north Druid hills for a minute anyway 
it's just you see you see Mr. Blank's name very prominently. <laughs> Although I would like to have seen his name spelled differently, the lettering different on the one the building um, over there on uh, North the children, Hills. Children's. Yeah. yeah. It's just the way they have it. Is it up and down or sideways? They, yeah. They just wish it was a little different, but that's. I think he's going to lose no sleep on it. No, 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 no. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. Yeah. Um, this, like I said, I, I just, I got so much stuff here, man. I don't know where to go first. I want to get to our story of the week. But I have um, two things I want to mention, and I'm going to mention them throughout the show. Probably during casting call, something happened this past week in the entertainment industry that was... I, I, what's one of those words that you throw in here that initially you think it's hyperbole or you're just kind of going over, but it, it, it really isn't because something monumental happened. I'll use that word. Okay. This past week, the 15th. By the way, February 15th is an anniversary of mine okay. of sorts. Okay. Years and years ago, long before you knew me, and for a, a period of time I smoked. Okay. And I quit on February 15th. On Why that day? Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Two things happened on that day. I got my wisdom teeth pulled. Okay. And if you smoke, you know that when you go to the dentist, they tell you if they, tank, if they yank a tooth out, do not smoke. Because you get that smoking in pockets, and then that, that's a different kind of pain. So you just don't smoke when you get teeth removed. So I didn't. And I just never went back. But you know what I did that day? I fixed the dryer. Oh. <laughs> I kid. I was in such discomfort, coupled with the fact, and I'm gonna say this out loud. I know she's listening, but she knows this story. Her brother was in town. Okay. Her brother was at the house. He's one of those people that doesn't have much self awareness, at least the time being. I ain't gonna say nothing bad about him because he's going through some stuff right now. And shout out to Mike. But before then, he was he was that dude who just kind of, at times, having an overinflated opinion of his own importance. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay. And he would come for the holidays. Problem is, he'd come at New Year's and stay till Christmas. Oh, ooh. Oh, <laughs> yikes. One of them dudes. One of those relatives. But anyway, he was here for a minute, and he was doing what he does, you know, kind of got kind of like that big Jackie Gleason-like personality, right? And I just, I didn't want to deal with it that day. And I came back with all kinds of stuff in my mouth looking like the Godfather from having my teeth pulled. And, and I, but I wasn't sleepy. And we had had some issues with dry. Went down to Home Depot, got, a, um, got an element, took apart the dryer, put the element in, and, and, and fixed it. If you go to YouTube, and they will teach you pretty much how to oh, yeah. do anything. Yeah, do anything, right. And I feel like I'm pretty resourceful. I know where my limits are. Like, I don't mess with electricity. Things like that. Basic electricity. I can put up a ceiling fan and, and yeah. tie some stuff together. But um, will you hear me? You talk to me during the week. Right. I'm doing all kinds of chores. Yep. I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it. So anyway, February 15th is a day that uh, it stands out. So I, I want to say. But something happened crazy this past week. And we don't normally go backwards in this country. But something happened on that day. That reminded me of something that we have seen before. So I will I will talk about that. That is coming up later on in the show. And we have our third installment. I can't I can't wait. Nine o'clock straight up, folks. Uh, put your VCRs on and, and get ready for the third installment of They Got Next. Sam and Greg, given a platform to 
kids 13 and under who are going to be our next broadcasters, our future sports reporters. Yes. We give you a chance, minute, minute and a half, to just let it ride, whatever you want to talk about. So this morning we have a part, your partner. I want to thank you for hooking us up. I didn't know that Chris had a daughter that was, you know, in our wheelhouse as far as doing this. Chris Parker, your partner for the high school, high school scoreboard show. Yep, yep. His daughter, Ellie. Yep. Middle school daughter, Ellie. And she is um, really interested in it. I mean, she's been over at some of the Georgia State football games and boys' story there. We get into that today. Um, but but she always comes up to the to the broadcast booth. She's always curious. She just wants wants to see what's going on up there. So so yeah, I, I think she's going to be really good. I think people are going to enjoy hearing it. And th- like I said, this is the third one, and this is for you guys. So we're going to keep doing it till you guys feel comfortable and and soliciting relatives. You don't your own son or daughter. And by the way, we got to get a dude in here. We've had, and love it the fact that we've had nothing but girls. Yeah, but we got to get a guy in here. Okay, and I can tell you that I know who the next one is. Oh, do you? And it is, a, it is a young man. Okay. I will save that for you. I'll give you the announcement either tomorrow or Monday. But, uh, and, and you know to Papa. Okay. We all know to Papa. Oh, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> just leave, all right. We'll, just, we'll just leave it at that. But anyway, that is coming up at 9 o'clock. And those of you who would like to, you know, have your daughter or son participate in this, the uh, deal is 13 years and under. We want a minute and a half sports report. We will talk to you during the course of the week, but reach out to us at uh, Sam, uh, Sam.Crenshaw at uh, odyssey.com, or you can hit you up on exit. Oh, oh, uh, oh no, at, at Sam Crenshaw 23. All right, and just leave your contact information, greg.clarksonodyssey.com, or you can uh, reach out to me on the, uh, I'll check out uh, Get Cast with Greg. And there we'll you go. That way. Anything you would like to get off your chest before we do our story of the week? Mm, nah. All right, then. Mr. Slot. It's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's story of the week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. All right, I went first last week, so you go first. You me? Yeah, you go first. Wow. I mean, um, the one that screams at us is, is the, the, uh, the nonsense out of Kansas City this week, but well, closer to right. home, we just got a, a, a stunner uh, right here in downtown Atlanta. Um, spring football started Tuesday at, at Georgia State, and Thursday morning, uh, head coach Sean Elliott departs. What? Takes off for a job at the uh, University of South Carolina. And caught a lot of people like, whoa, what, what, what just happened? So um, it's an odd time for that to happen. You just start your spring practice. You've got players that have come in. you you got, you know, transfers and your you, you recruits and, um, you know, and, and he's all out search for a head coach is going on. They're going to have to do it quickly. Uh, they have uh, postponed spring practice, uh, obviously, until the new coach comes in and, and, and the spring game. So um, they're still doing the conditioning and working out also with this coaching staff. I mean, right. whoever it is is going to be a coach is going to come in and pretty much work with the staff that's there. I don't know how he's going to be able to pull people in at, at this stage. Right. So that, that's going to be the uh, the more difficult thing. But, you know, we'll see. I I, I had a check with a couple of my, my, my connections over in Columbia, South Carolina. I said, look, dude, I said, look, dude, what's going on? She said, well, you know, he, you know, Elliot was over here for a basketball game in South Carolina a couple of weeks ago. You know, and it just happened to be the basketball game when Shane Beamer came in with his recent recruits and early enrollees and guys from the transfer portal. It just happened to be the game that he was there for. I said, okay. Uh, so it seems like it's something that's been in the works for a minute, and 
I think it really has something to do with family. His family, during the seven years he coached here at Georgia State, his family never really totally moved here. Right. They would be here for events and, and come to games and whatnot, but they basically stayed in Columbia. Um, so he's going to go back there to be tight ends coach. Some people say, well, that's not even a lateral move right. uh, career-wise, but I think he's picking uh, the road to, uh, to, to please family. And, uh, you know, once folks are through their high school or whatnot, if he wants to get back in at a different level, he can. But, uh, he's, you know, in the Sunbelt Conference and the way things are going right now, if you have players that are standouts in that conference, the big teams are going to come in and pluck them from you. You realize that. And maybe that was a little exhausting for him, too. Okay. We'll see. But that, that, that's my big story. Sean Elliott to the South Carolina Gamecocks. Help wanted sign up down on, the, <laughs> okay. down on Decatur Street. Nice facilities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam, I want to tell you, and by the way, um, this story, when it hit, I could not believe it. I immediately thought of Jeff Goldblum. Really? Yes, I did. The fly. Uh, well, that the, in the, the apartment guy. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I can't remember what his name is in the apartment, but they've, they've actually grown on me, and I, I like those. But no, I, he is, this is uh, the, the character Bell I'm Flower thinking of. or something his name yeah. is. It's something like yeah. that. I'm thinking of the doctor from Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. And he said something. That applies to this. In the scene where they, the, the old man is taking him through the facility and they're showing him the eggs that are on earth, and, and Jeff Goldblum's like, well, how do you know they're all girls out there? You go out there and lift up their skirts, and you know he's inquisitive about how you know all these dinosaurs are what they are. And he says, listen, you can't do this. And if you remember the movie and you remember the speech, you know how he felt about it. He had a phrase that I will revisit here in a second. But Sam, let me tell you the story of Charlotte. Charlotte is a rust-colored stingray, about the size of a serving plate, right? Okay. Spent most of her time up there in North Carolina uh, at uh, some storefront aquarium, okay? She's about 2,300 miles from her habitat. Hasn't shared a tank of water with a male in at least eight years. Charlotte is pregnant. Let me say that again. Has okay. not shared a tank with a male yeah. in eight years. And Charlotte the Stingray is pregnant. Not only that, uh, it is reported that she uh, has as many as four pups and could give birth in the next two weeks. Is that what you call baby stingrays? I guess that's what they wrote here. You call them pups? Yeah, that's what it was written here. Now, is that right? Here, yeah, that's what it says here the four pups. Go look it up. Okay. That ain't right. the point of the story, though. Okay. <laughs> We've only heard of this once before, and I think the woman's name was Mary. That this happens like this. And, and Goldblum said this in that movie. The Star in the East? Well, yes. But remember in Goldblum, as he wondered about how all these female dinosaurs could have all Okay, all right. Okay. He said in that movie, nature finds a way. Okay? And, uh, Katie Lyons, a research scientist at the Georgia Aquarium, is not surprised because she said, nature finds a way. My point of the story is, and my my story of the week is, a stingray who's been in a, <laughs> a tank in North Carolina. Is with child. Is with child and ain't been around any other males for eight years. There's more to it, but I don't want to get into it. And there's a word that describes this, periathengenesis or whatever. It's a type of asexual reproduction, but still, that just caught me. We are going to give our recaps on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Things are going on with the teams. And uh, just a big morning. The beginning of three days with Sam and Greg here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom And take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 92 9 the game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. Morning on this uh, 17th day of February. Got us for three days. Today, 6 to 10. Tomorrow, 6 to 10. Monday, 6 to 10. And let me just uh, put just a couple pieces of business before we get into that. Yeah, go ahead. And what happened? Periparthenogena. Wait, wait. Parthenogenesis. Parthenogenesis was the word I was trying to say earlier that describes how this stingray became pregnant okay. without doing it the traditional way. Okay. Without dinner first. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the other thing I wanted to tell you was, according to the, because you would ask this question, according to the Catalina, Catalina Island Marine Institute, Stingrays are another word I can't pronounce, V-I-V-I-P-A-R-O-U-S, which means they give live birth to their young, which are called pups. Okay. You wanted to know yeah. they were called pups. Yeah. I never knew that either, but that's, you know, the way it was written. Stingrays also, versus, there's something like skates. That's another thing. It's kind of like crocodiles and alligators. There's something, skates, that are similar to stingrays. I don't know. Can you tell the difference? I'm learning all sorts of insignificant information so far this morning, but that's not why you called. Again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 Game, 929Game.com. Again, coming up later on the show, Adam Alexander going to talk about everything you need to know about what's going on down there, Daytona 500. Yeah, um, they got some weather rolling in there. Yeah, and it listen, might, might, California first now. Yeah, how about that? We, we're not we, having we, nothing around here next week. We're going to talk about that, yeah. <laughs> we got that. We're actually going to talk a little pitchers and catchers during the show. Jason Longshore is going to join us, uh, let us know as we – Exit the preseason. Uh, final tune-up. Yeah, final tune-up, if you will. You want to put that that way. Of Atlanta yeah. United, get ready for the season. He'll join us. Also, they got next, which is going to be at 9 o'clock straight up. Our uh, next, we shouldn't call them a contestant because they're not really playing for a prize. No. So just participant? Yeah. Okay. Our next participant, Chris Ellis, uh, Chris Parker's daughter, Coach Chris Parker's daughter, uh, Ellie will join us, middle school. She's going to be with us at 9 o'clock. And then Terrell Thomas, these urban times. And dude is sending me stuff at 5.30 in the morning. Something else happened. Uh-oh. I don't know. He got, he, 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 I don't know. He's hanging out with Shaq or somebody. But the thing about this, this when we have Terrell on, right after they got next, we're going to talk about his daughter, who was our first participant, and what has happened to her since she has done our segment. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So there's, you know, there's there's a reason why we're doing this and and things, you know, doors just open up. So, anyway, um listen, I I, I don't know where to start when it comes to talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, how, how about starting with 100 123.4 million. Okay, that's a big number. You know, that's the uh making the Super Bowl uh the most watched television program uh in the United States. Is there an easy answer to why that's the case? Because a lot of people feel like it is. This particular one, it's an easy one. Okay. You may not subscribe to the theory, but it's all the people that Taylor brought to the TV. I don't think she brought that many folks, man. She didn't bring the whole number, but she brought enough to tip it over the edge of whatever the record was last year. Well, you got to well, figure well, she got... Also, the fact that it was a pretty good game. <laughs> well, that too. That too. Well, let me ask you a question. It's How... one of the better Super Bowls we got, and with uh, players that people see as... With especially with the player, the quarterback for the Chiefs is a generational uh, talent that people who may not, you know, just like Taylor, people who may be marginal as far as their passion about football know about him. They've seen him enough. They know he can do things, you know, in unconventional ways. Uh, so people enjoy watching him. They know he's on commercials with Jake from State Farm. 
Um, That's what those so, are the people who are watching. Okay, so, right. So, so th- those folks, those folks tune in too. Yeah, but I'm just saying that. And, and you also, got the and also, fans. and also, you saw all of Atlanta at halftime. You saw all of that, including pole dancers. You, you saw, you saw, all, you saw, and roller skating. With the pole dance. Oh. All you needed, all you needed, was somebody with a plate of lemon pepper wings to strut through there, right in the middle of that dance. But, but you know, that's. No, keep going. You're doing a good job there, Mr. Crenshaw. Normally, that's me going down the rabbit hole, but I know what you're doing. That's all that was missing, man. Um, I'm going to realistically ask this question because we don't know. Yes. But we can can speculate. 300-plus million people in this country, right? Is that about right? How many fans do you realistically think she has in this country that would watch the Super Bowl or around the world that would watch the Super Bowl? How many people? Give me a realistic number. Oh, or over, I'll, I'll start with this, 2 million. Taylor Swift fans across, okay, I said <laughs> I started with that. Eric's going much higher than that. So let's say 5 million. You agree with that? I would say above 10. I'm not saying that, I'm saying that would watch this game, that would tune in. Yes, it's got a lot of little 10 million would watch the okay. game for the commercials I wouldn't, and her I presence. I would not disagree with you. That's what tipped it over. I don't know what the number was with the most watched one, if it was last year or whatever, but whatever it is, that number that took it over were her fans who give a spit about the Super Bowl until this year for all okay. the reasons you just mentioned and the fact that – got to give our homeboy a little credit too at halftime. I'm not taking anything away from Usher. Okay, well, that's But Usher too. is not – Usher does not have that – there's only one other person I can think of that has that fan base that would be tuning in to the game and – that would be Beyonce. And though she had something to drop during the game, yeah, she, she, you was know, there. she put it out there. Um, great, great commercial spot with Verizon, by the that way. That was nice, yeah. Very nice commercial spot. Uh, <laughs> and she's, by the way, part of the thing I'm going to go off on later on that happened on the 15th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I, I, I what'd you, absolutely What you, you, you think of the game? What did you think of the game? I, well, you know, who I picked beforehand. Yeah. I smiled and, 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 and thought of my father. Um, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. and and I can understand for, for people who, you know, talking about Greg's father and why he had this attachment to the Kansas City Chiefs because the Kansas City Chiefs back in the day had scores of players from HBCUs yep. that played on that on the on those teams, especially the first uh, Super Bowl teams uh that were Kansas City Chiefs. And so that's that's a lot of people had devotion to that team and was loyal to them uh because they had those players who were from uh, from from HBCUs? Now I didn't there. know what HBCUs were then. I just wanted to watch TV with my father, yeah. so I picked the biggest rival of the Kansas City. Well, you Chiefs. had Buck Buchanan, you had Ernie yeah. Ladd from Grambling, Willie, uh, you had Willie Lanier from Willie Morgan Nair. State, you had Saul uh, Brandon, good friend of mine. Yep, yep, yep. Saul Brandon from Morris Brown. You had um, Emmett Thomas, um, who was former uh, was interim head coach here with the Falcons from Bishop. A lot of people even know about Bishop College, College out in, in Texas. What? Go, you know, Otis Taylor, Prairie Review. Yep. Prairie Review. He, we just lost so, him, too. So we, we, you had scores of players from HBCUs that were playing with that Kansas City Chiefs team. And so that's why a lot of the, the previous generation was very, very loyal to him. And, and he was, and their rival was the Oakland Raiders. So I chose. And they, and they, and they had, they, they, <laughs> they, they the had their Raiders. share, too, though. They yeah, had they their did. share as well. Yeah, they did. But, you know, that's, that, that, but that, that was the AFL compared to the NFL at the time. Right. The, the old AFL was that, and that's. That's the other reason, long story short, that's why the NFL had to get to Atlanta because the AFL was sizing up Atlanta as a place to expand to because it was in the vicinity of the HBCUs. Mm-hmm. And people here would, would, would support a team. You're going to go out and you're going to see uh, a professional football team play at that level with guys you've seen play ball. 
Um, that was so, yeah, the, that, that, right, was, that, that was that was the rush to get a team to it to Atlanta in the NFL. And it was just down south. When did when did the Saints come in? Came around right around the same time. Same time, right? Yeah. So Washington was the for the south, the south, for the south, for the south as the NFL went. So that was the the, the reason. For that. But we, you know, like you always say, that's not re- that's not reason why you that's called. Why you called. <laughs> Great defense in the first half of the game. Great defense in the first half. Some turnovers. Maybe there was some 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 maybe some some jitters. I don't know what you call that. But San Francisco starts out with this great drive, and then McCaffrey fumbles, mm-hmm. and I was like, uh oh, you know, here we go. But you know, it was just great defense. You know, I thought in the first half of the game, and in the second half, things got going. The offenses got going, and Brock Purdy made some plays. He wasn't just managing the game. You know, he went out and made made some plays. Um, so I thought that was great. You know, for him, but you, you leave time on the clock. Well, it's not even that. Going back earlier when the whole incident between Kelsey and, and Andy Reid happened on the sidelines because they were so frustrated. Oh, yeah. And Kelsey wasn't getting the ball. And I believe it was shortly he only got after. One, he only got one catch yeah, first Yeah, exactly. And, so and we didn't see much Taylor Swift first half. We, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. We saw we saw more the second half. He started getting the ball more, but we didn't see much of her in the first half. Um, but I, I didn't know that they would come back the way that they did. I know you leave some time on the clock. It was just the execution of – Doing what they needed to do, I wasn't sure if you were going to get that. You just weren't. We, we've seen it in the past, but he got different players. And what have we watched with this Kansas City team all year? These guys drop the ball at crucial times. Yeah, and that's what makes the end of the game something that kind of stuck in my craw a little bit. Because, because you know, everything was – we had two home folks that were pivotal in this win. Nico Hartman, obviously, who caught, who caught the winning okay. patch. Winning catch, but Harrison Bucker kicked a Super Bowl record field goal. Ain't nobody saying nothing about that. Yeah. And so that bugged me. It's like, uh, it's, it's like I don't know how you feel, Eric, but it's like our media brethren, and I want to count D. Led in this, already had their stories written. Okay. It's like they already had their stories written and who they wanted to to profile. But our home folks deserve something. You can't give me a better story out of that game than Miko Hartman. You can't. Miko Hartman was plagued by injuries this previous season, let go by the Chiefs, goes to the Jets, catches one ball in five games, yeah. finds his way back to the Chiefs, and catches the game-winning ball. That ain't a story. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And he's totally glossed over it, totally swept over it. And so while some people watch the game, I sat really pissed. because <laughs> Really, because we had, because we had we, our two home folks, man. Our two home folks played pivotal roles. Nobody's talking about Harrison Bucker. It's like it's like we we take him for granted. Oh, he's gonna make it anyway. Fifty-seven yard, a record. And I heard pregame he was hitting them for seventy. But we ain't talking about our home folks, man. To me, the meet the national global media whatever already had their stories written. I was gonna say at one point the field goal kickers were the story of the game. They were the only ones with points on the board. You know, so I mean, that's that's. Will you save that little rant that he just had there, please, 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 because I'm why some, it was beautiful. That's why it was. But, great. but I'm just, you I'm just absolutely right. They dissing our home folks. I'm not making fun of it. No, I think no. it's absolutely it should be heard. 
and it shouldn't be heard just at 6.30, 6.35 on Saturday morning. Well, somebody, I hope somebody will say it through the course of the week. Well, we're going to play it again tomorrow. You know, we're going to play it again uh, on Monday. Because uh, I think – You called I, your boy I, Randy McMichael on Monday. I think our home folks, I think our home folks got, got, got really got dissed in, in, in this game. Maybe they said – we can't give Atlanta everything. My goodness, Usher yeah, brought uh, Usher yeah. brought everybody out there, yeah. including including the pole dancers. He left Justin so. <laughs> Bieber though in his seat. He Justin Bieber though in his seat. You know, but but all all he was missing was a plate of, of lemon pepper wings. What you think, Eric? That's all that was missing. There's from some that, folks that driving place. around with the youngins in the car right now. Don't know what your reference is. And we, but there's some grown folks around. There's some grown folks. There's some grown folks at six thirty in the morning driving around here who do know what I'm talking about. I know, but you're making uncomfortable conversations happen in cars. Uh. Going to soccer. I got I got a friend right now who's taking. A daughter to get uh, that fitted because the, the cheerleader thing is this weekend. The big cheerleader, you know, okay. the whole they got to go get fitted like a yeah. movie set. You got to go get fitted, then you go do your show. Yeah. So shout out to uh, Jordan. I've been waiting Cheers. to say that. If you can. I know, man. That was great. We're going to play it again. We'll have to play it again. No, we, ha- we have to play it again. I don't know when, but we're going to play it again here. All Star Weekend is going on in the NBA. We're going to talk about that up next. It's Mr. Crenshaw, Mr. Clarkson, Sam. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on the 17th day of February. Did I ask you how your week was? I mean, we just jumped right in and talked sports. Did you have yeah, a good week, man? Uh, pretty good week. A pretty good week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, listen, I'm going to give you the first piece of insignificant information that happened on this day. On this day. Did you know? The Senate accepted the Blaine Act, the Blaine, B-L-A-I-N-E Act. You know what that did? What did that do? Gave us the ability to go out and get ourselves a drink. Ended prohibition. Why is it called Blaine? Well, he's the person who, I guess, wrote the stuff in in the Senate and named it after him. Named it after him. Like the Brady Bill. Okay. Things like that. But anyway, that happened on this day, 33. Also, the first issue of Newsweek was published. Wow. On this day. If I if I eat one now, I think it will be the second time in life that I have. I know people who absolutely love these things. I can't fathom how their taste buds accepted these. But, again, there's people who love them. Today, Sam, was the day that sardines were first canned. Ooh. Now, you know people that eat sardines. Oh, yeah, now. Uh, no I'm, not, in the world. I, I, I'm not among them. But there's some people who, you know. I'd rather drink castor oil. Then eat sardines. <laughs> that's how much I can't stand them. But there's some folks who, you know, yeah. that's it's, it's their thing. It was canned first time in in a place called Eastport, Maine. Wow. Which, by the way, in the middle of summer, here, uh, maybe one day, I would like to see Maine. This is one of them states, right? You go, yeah. okay, where you want to go? Uh, you know what? Maine looks pretty cool. Sometime around I know somebody July. that we know. We can go and go and hang out at, at, at his place. Who? Chuck Dowdle. Really? He's in Maine? Yeah. Okay. They got incredible shorelines up there. That's where, that's, where, that's where he's living these days. All right. Well, shout out to Chuck Dowdle. He still drops down and, you know, does Georgia Georgia basketball. But, he, uh, but yeah, man. His hair so. does not move. Hey, but you know hair what? hair is quaffed perfectly. You can't talk about the man's hair. We're trying to see if we can go hang out at the man's joint. For I just gave him a compliment about okay. his hair. Okay. You're looking for something <laughs> negative. I gave him a compliment. Man, hair don't move. It's perfect. It's like Jimmy Johnson's. Well, Jimmy Johnson's was. But that's, that's yeah. But yeah. He, Jimmy Johnson still got it working. Anyway, um, listen, <laughs> this is one of those <laughs> yeah. this is one of those weekends uh. for a big event going on that I don't mind that, you know, if I didn't have to go cover. The NBA All-Star Weekend is nice in some cities. 
Indianapolis, though. Ouch. Yeah. It, it's just, it, okay. Yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah. Nice. We're going to talk to somebody that's up there tomorrow. We're going to talk with, with uh, Coach Travis Williams. He's um, the head of the uh, HBCU All-Stars, and he's up there, you know, promoting the event at the All-Star Weekend. And so we'll, we'll get, some, get a, some, you know, boots on the ground. What are you seeing? Who have you seen? Who have you met? Who have you talked to? And that, uh, and that type thing. Has there been a more interesting month for Doc Rivers than what is going on? Well, aggravating, Well, too. I just said interesting. You can be whatever well, way you want to put that aggravating, too, on man. The scale, man. Yeah, all of that. Because, listen, he leaves a job, leaves Doris Burke crying on there. So he left his previous job, the Hall of Fame colleague he's working with. She gets all misty because Doc walked away from this broadcasting job. Okay, cool. Gets in there with Milwaukee, and these guys just can't seem to get traction. Although, if you listen to people who follow the NBA, they say, despite that nasty loss they just had going into the All-Star break, that they have seemed to be turning the corner as far as what they do defensively. And, and even though, like I said, the, the record is what it is since he joined. And then on top of that, he becomes the All-Star game head coach because of the way the records lined up. Yeah. He had, they got the second-best record. Because in, and I've forgotten about this, the Boston coach couldn't do back-to-back All-Star games. Did you know that? That's I why didn't, Doc, I know that wasn't allowed. Yeah, so that's why Doc gets to go, and so you got that going on. Then you find out this. Well, everybody else says I'm going to give you a little update on it. Did you know Clipped? You know about Clipped? Clipped What's is the project. It's the movie that's coming out. Well, I shouldn't say movie. It's going to be a six-episode limited series on uh, Hulu. Clipped is the story of Donald Sterling and that whole mess. Oh man, that happened. And which which Doc is involved with that. And Doc is being played by Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming out June. What how what how Fishburne is going to do with the voice? Well, he just got to be. He just be Lawrence Fishburne. You know, he didn't really do. Well, of course. Then again, I had to think about it. Have you ever heard Ike Turner talk? That you can recall like that. I mean, I I, I know there's been some his singing, but I don't know a whole lot of his. Yeah, talking. I think maybe like a post singing Soul Train interview where Don gets up and talks to him and Tina, something from back. But I can't remember how he talks, so I don't know yeah. how Lawrence Fishburne portrayed him vocally in in the movie. So I think he just do Doc. You can't do a whole movie talking like Doc talks like now because you lose your voice. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> but anyway, that's coming up. But so if you could be in Indianapolis this weekend, you wouldn't go. I, I wouldn't prefer it, you know. I, I'd go if somebody gave me the credentials and the, and the flight and the hotel and you know the driver to get back and forth. If you could treat it like you're supposed to get treated, like a network reporter, yeah. But if nah, if it's just like us going up there, nah. Even like how I do Tahoe, it's, again, a different city, yeah. But this Indianapolis, it kind of reminds me of what. Uh, Who's our boy Sand, uh, Kyle Sandy talks about looking for places to go eat at 11 o'clock when the games are over with, and he downstate in Georgia. <laughs> he said the only thing was open was uh, was it Wild Wings or something like that. So I'm just saying, it, it, not a lot to do in Indianapolis. Although you know the funny thing is, I say that out loud, but I would I might want to go to the combine. That's just a different deal. And and, and I never well, been to do, the combine. But that's just it though. You have stuff you have stuff like that, and obviously you have the Indy 500. So you have events there, you know, it's, it, it doesn't have a, a Vegas feel or a Miami feel to it, but obviously there are things that are happening because, or, or they wouldn't continue to get events no, like this. No, you're absolutely right. As far as right? hosting things like right, that, right. beautiful. Here's the thing that popped in my mind, and maybe a reason why I wouldn't want to go to one versus the other. The Combine, 
The participants want to talk to you as a reporter, as media. They want to talk to you. They want you to know their story. Some do. Most. Oh, let's put it this way. More than the ones that would want to talk to you at the NBA All-Star Weekend. Well, yeah. Them dudes don't want to talk to you at all. They just want to get, get out the way, you know. So that's the appeal for me. I would If I'm going there, it's like my whole approach to 2024, man. I'm, I'm done dealing with – I'm trying to – not deal with knuckleheads. I'm trying to deal with people who, who, who blow a lot of smoke. I'm only going to places where I'm celebrated, not tolerated. Okay. How about that? Where'd you find that at? Every once in a while, I come up with something. You, you sure? Know? You, that sounds like a line you might have leased or rented. Oh, I've, I've rented it, but I'm saying <laughs> yeah, well, there's you, nothing worse you than that. Origi- you could originate a line. Oh, yeah, there are lines out there you could lease yeah, if you could I borrow. Leased, I leased it. Or you could lease, in, or you could lease a, a rent it. People so, remember, the only thing worse than a rat is a hack. You steal somebody's line, you give them credit for it. I, yeah. So I don't know who said that first, but I know it wasn't me. Yeah. But it was it's, it applies to my approach to 2024. <laughs> trying, remember I told you this in 2023. I'm trying to apply more self-awareness. What about the game tomorrow? How much of the game? And, and, here, and here's the thing. The way I watch the All-Star game these days is I watch all the buildup. And That's all right. The start. That's and right. once they tip it up, he says, oh, they ain't playing no defense. Five minutes. And, and, and I'm, I'm seeing right. what else is on. Look around. And, and, and the way it's looking right now, and we'll talk with Adam Alexander here in a few minutes, it looks like NASCAR might be running about that time. They're pushing yeah. it back. They got some rain down there. It's supposed to start at 2.30. They pushed it back to 3 o'clock. I'm curious to ask Adam, what's the difference in a half hour when you're talking about rain in South Central Florida? That's true. What's the difference in a half hour, man? What's, what's pushing well, maybe it back? that half hour is the drying of the track. They go around there and blow the track off, right? What, what, who says the rain going to be done by that time? I mean, if you got forecast of rain. Well, how so do you, Florida, just, it just pops up. The way, the way people are saying, the way I was hearing some people say, well, if you started at 3 o'clock, then you can make it in the evening. You can make it an evening event. If it goes into the evening, you know, Daytona has lights. So they can race. They can, you know, stay down there as long as they want to. Because they want to keep it on schedule because they're coming straight here. It's not That's like right. you're preparing a different car up in Charlotte to send out to the West Coast with a different type track. You're going to do the same type racing here in Atlanta. So the one thing I want to ask him, will that same car just come straight from Daytona here rather than having to go up to Charlotte to the shops and then come back? You know, So if they have to race on Monday, it's the same setup, same vehicle. Yeah. I, you know, That's the thing I want to get in. You know, In, in years past... In the old Atlanta layout, you'll be a different car that you would have here, but you could possibly drive that same car since you're driving a more of a super speedway type setup. Right. Um, so there's some things we got for him a little later on. But like I said, I'll be going back and forth watching NASCAR for the most part. And I check back in on the All-Star game. And when we get to the fourth quarter, then you I check watch. Back in, because yeah. in recent years, they have played defense in the fourth quarter. You know, there were so many years when they didn't play defense, just nothing. But no. but But um, – for whatever reason, I think there's some kind of money involved, and yeah. you know, there's going to be some players on that team that don't make 50 million, you know, a year like LeBron. So there's going to be some guys that want that little bump. Yeah. But no, here's what you can do: you watch the beginning, all the pomp and circumstance. You see the national anthem. Yeah. Then you go down the street. Kevin Hart's doing a stand up at the Roxy, right? You go see, you go see Kevin Hart for a minute. You know, you see his first set. I don't know how many sets he's going to do, and then come back and then see the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, what, what you do that? I just you know we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. check it. If NASCAR is happening now, I'll, I'll check in with that and then come back. You know, obviously, you know college hoops. This is what this time is for right now. So really get caught up on college hoops to me because so you know when March comes, you know some of the characters. And with the men, with the women's game is great. We just saw what happened with Caitlin Clark this week. 
I wish so bad they could drop her into this three-point shoot tonight. Well, who was talking about that a couple months ago? You know, who, they, who was it, that it, person, Sam? Yeah, but but I mean, I mean, yeah. she's got she's got games and stuff. She's good, but it would be so cool if they could drop her in on this three-point thing tonight. It would Who's just next though? Send it way over the top. Th- this would be beautiful. Were she coming into the NBA and Steph Curry was in his like third year, you know what I mean? And you're going to get what you we already know Steph Curry to be. So they could go back and forth. Right, but he's—I don't know how many more years he's going to do this. But she's just getting started, and you'd like to see. Okay, who's that next sniper from long range? When we start, when other well, than I, I don't know that, but May you know trade? what? You know what? You know Ray what? could step up. He's in the. You know, it, he's in there. Good, it could, it could. You know that—that's the thing. But that—that's the thing. You drop her into that thing tonight, and people would go nuts, and, and everybody would tune in to watch. Absolutely, to see that. that, that Absolutely, would make it exciting, you know. Do they play? Yeah, she can't even show it because then you get into all these stupid rules at the NCAA and all that stuff. You know, you don't want to have her. Yeah, you want to mess make up. Make them wait. You know, we don't have to mess up with mess with her or with her eligibility or anything like that because uh, you know she has a chance to to win national championship. You can see. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that. You know, Hall of Fame was that. Uh, was dedicated today. The basketball Hall of Fame dedicated on this and, day. And yeah, on this day, in Springfield, Massachusetts. They had they had one before someplace, I guess, but in '68 they opened up the new bright shiny one there. In Springfield. So there you go. The Naismith. Yes. The Naismith the Basketball Naismith. Hall of Fame. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, we're going to get back on track. We're going to get back. Yeah, <laughs> Are as, we? Yeah, we're going to get back on track because I'm going to sure? shut up now. No, I'm going to shut up right now. Let everybody know. we got Adam Alexander joining us in the 7 o'clock hour. We're going to talk a little pitchers and catchers. But as always, coming up, top of the uh, second hour of our show, now that we got four hours back, we turn things over to Mr. Crenshaw, let you know what's going on locally. And he, along with our producer, Eric Slaughter, have some important information about some changes that are coming up that y'all need to know about. And people are writing checks. I'll just tease it with that. Yep. And then coming up later on in the show, Jason Longshore is going to let us know what's going on with Atlanta United. Um, and they got next. Our third installment of what Sam and I are doing for young broadcasters. Um, we got a middle school Young woman named Ellie Parker, the daughter of Chris Parker. That is coming up at 9 o'clock straight up, and then Terrell Thomas will be joining us at 920. It's Sam and Greg on the 17th day of February. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.